Thank you for downloading this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. In the last five or six years, the words app economy have just ballooned into uh, usage, and we've got hundreds of thousands of apps now available, whether for iOS or Android. But what's the life of a developer of an app? Today we have Sam Harrison, a current Cambridge MBA student who has developed some apps uh, under his wing, and he's just released his latest snowboarding app. Sam, thanks for coming here. Uh, First, tell us about your pure snowboarding app. Yeah, so uh, Pure Snowboarding came out yesterday. Uh, it's been received quite well so far, but I'm still waiting for you know, official data. And it kind of spawned from a few things. One, I have a, lot, yeah, a long-standing interest in snowboarding. So was, I'd already made one snowboard app, albeit an educational one. Um, and I was kind of frustrated with the, the current mobile offering for snowboarding games. You know, that you often find yourself playing as a yeti or or, or a penguin and it, nothing was really realistic and if it was realistic it kind of missed the true the style that i i see as a, you know as a snowboarder myself you see a game and it's purporting to be realistic mm-hmm. but the tricks are all wrong the style's wrong the setup's wrong so i wanted to do one you know a snowboarding game by a snowboarder so i think we have a kind of unique approach in that respect this isn't the first game that you've uh, written or developed. So what are the elements of a good game to you? You know, I think elements of a good game that I think every good game should have these days is it has to be social. So you have to be able to connect with your friends in, in one way or another, whether it be through Facebook, through some kind of global leaderboard, through challenging or sharing your score, or kind of outright multiplayer aspects. I think it's in order to engage people beyond just a very quick in-and-out session uh, in, in terms of the app's life, you need, uh, you need it to have those aspects. Um, obviously, making it addictive, it sounds easy, but it's really not, um, is also crucial to have any kind of runaway success. So I think you know, if you combo in this social uh, aspect and make people really interested to play against their friends, compete and you know, show that they are better or maybe get frustrated and therefore practice to try and beat when they've subsubsequently lost to their friends um, is another thing that would work really well. Mm. Sam, there are hundreds of thousands of apps and games available nowadays. So how does a developer like yourself get your games to be top of mind in terms of the customers? Yeah, so my my strategy so far has to be be very niche and... Mm. My apps that have done well have been the ones that have been narrow in their focus but served a specific purpose. So, you know, it's very difficult to compete against the the very generic uh, big players in the game that are going after the mass market because they have huge budgets, they're paying a lot of money to acquire their users, um, and you essentially just can't compete against that. So the strategy that's been working for me so far is to find uh, find a, an area where you think the current offering is weak, and the two that have done well for me have both been my snowboarding ones. Um, and you know, there was just nothing out there that was really fitting the bill, and it helped that I had the interest and, and some knowledge in the area, um, and then developed it basically to fit that purpose. Obviously, you're restricted in the fact that you're never probably going to get millions of users because it's it's particularly niche. Um, but you're also fairly sure that you're going to consistently get these guys that are coming specifically to look for a certain type of app and you fit that bill and you, you just do well because of that. Um, and, and, and the reason it works is through basically organic 
um, download, so people searching specific things. Snowboard trick, if you search that, my original app, the Snowboard Trick List, comes up at the top or very high, uh, and you're pretty much assured to get consistent downloads in that respect. Okay. I've got my iPhone out here, so I've got pure snowboarding up here, and uh, you've got a picture of a snowboarder, I guess. And if I can, can you just tell us very quickly what happens as we uh, in, in in the course of this game? So you, you come in. Um, we thought we'd start off with a really cool uh, menu screen. I think it does look cool. It's a guy uh, standing on the top of a mountain with a helicopter just uh, has just dropped him off. You come through to a, a play menu where uh, it's actually the shop. So we we funnel every user through the shop. They can't play without going through it. So this is obviously to help monetization. Um, on there, you know, there's there's a couple of different buttons where they can buy power-ups within the game. Skip levels, um, buy these energy drinks that give you a better jump and more speed temporarily, or buy coins which you can use to unlock different themes and characters. And there's, you know, two pro riders and three fictional characters. Actually, well, I'm one of them. <laughs> but for the moment, that's, that's temporary, which you can um, unlock with these coins which you also collect in the game. And that's all kind of designed to this in-app ecosystem to make it interesting and for the user to keep them coming back. Uh, beyond that, you then click to ride and you can either you know, compete single player or multiplayer. Uh, you choose your level. Um, and yeah, then you just go. Mm. I mean, I see here on the, f- the first character is this, this guy called Kevin Backstrom. And I'm not a snowboarder, but I understand he's uh, quite a famous guy on the circuit. Is that right? Yeah, he's he's pretty famous he's um kind of like a rider's favorite so he's not your your household name um he but he is if you snowboard you should know him he's been in some really big movies he's sponsored by nike uh he's got some other big sponsors as well um and he he films his own series as well he's also sponsored by monster energy drinks so he's kind of i don't know a guy that a lot of snowboarders would like to be because he's got great style he doesn't necessarily do competitions so for that reason his name kind of drops out but when you look at the the, the video circuit he's a you know a really long-standing well-regarded guy and how did you get him to agree to have his image on the game or his character in your game so yeah so i you know i've been friends with him on facebook for a few years ever since my first snowboard app which was kind of an experiment and i'd made it and i wanted some pros to look at the my, my the tricks that i said you know i'm giving tips on how to do them um and he was one of the guys that wanted to look at it we didn't work together on that app i actually worked with someone else um but then you know i just thought i'm gonna make this new game i might as well shoot him a message he's he's a young guy he's 22 23 um but he's probably gonna be into this and he was he's just really chilled out like yeah i'm I'm super excited i want to be in the game Uh, how can i help he's been you know he's been testing the app ever since we made it He's been quite involved in, in that respect. So it was actually really easy. And then beyond him, we got one other pro rider, which is uh, Billy Morgan. He's actually Scottish. He's famous for landing the first ever triple rodeo, which is pretty insane. There's a good video of that on uh, on YouTube. And we got him through his sponsor, which is Ion Cameras, and they're sponsoring our app. So that's kind of a, a commercial tie-up there. Mm. I mean, Sam, you've got um, a couple of games and apps going on and uh, I understand that you also have people who now do the coding for you I mean when you started you were you were basically doing everything yourself yeah um, with big studios producing apps you know having huge marketing budgets 
basically giving apps out for free. Do you think in the future, is there still space for smaller developers or are the big studios just going to make all the profit? Yeah, I, I think that is a worry. And I think Apple particularly, Android less so, but Apple particularly has done a bad job of how the app store search works. And it, it kind of favors, if you rank in the top apps, you do really well. And if you don't, it's very difficult to stand out. And it's it's just it's kind of an unfortunate situation where the normal rules of internet SEO or search engine optimization, as everyone is used to via Google, don't really apply to apps, and perhaps they should. So you, I think, as long as you're cognizant of this as a, as a, you know an ind- independent developer, you can do well. You just have to know your role, fit this niche, and you know not not spend too much to begin with on apps. And I think a, a common mistake which I've seen or read about. And you know, I have you know, now connected to a few people that do similar stuff. Is that you try and make a blockbuster from day one, and you fit every feature that you can possibly imagine into it. And obviously, that has time and expense um, consequences. And I think a, a better strategy when you have a limited budget and limited time is to build a fairly you know, this fairly niche, fairly straightforward app, kind of like pure snowboarding. And then build on it. So if you see it is beginning to get traction, you can then add a better shop. You can add better multiplayer. You can add more items for people to buy and things to monetize better, um, make it more sticky. All of those things can come. And I think as an independent, you have to realize that the the kind of money that the big guys are throwing around, you uh, yeah, you can't compete with. But if you do, it's still possible to have a success, and it's still possible to. Um, you be in the top five, top ten, it's not a problem. It's just you need to get very lucky. So it's, I'd say build a lot of apps, try and build good apps, but don't spend too much on the ones that you do until you've got some kind of um, traction with those. Sam, last question. You, you're just in your first term here at the Cambridge MBA. Um, what have you learned through your short time here uh, that has maybe helped you change your approach towards developing games, developing apps? Yeah, so until now, and I've been doing this for a few years now, the, my, my venture has always been profitable. Each app has, been, has made money. And that's just a consequence of building the first one myself. It had no cost, so I couldn't lose. And you kind of get in, I've got into the mindset of that, Profitability is really important, and it's you know I'm failing if I'm not making profit. And having heard from lots of prominent entrepreneurs since I've been here, it seems like their companies, at least early on, never make money. And I guess this kind of ties in with the, the theory I know anyway. But it's just combining it into a real life situation that I'm now in. I think the kind of the stigma of um, of losing money, at least over the short term has, has been erased and I think I'm more willing now although I haven't deployed the strategy yet to you know, spend big not just on development but on marketing or spend a bit more uh, risk you know, not being profitable for maybe six months or something um, could be a really nice way to e- expand and grow my user base and build a bigger brand etc uh, it's basically just remove that stigma and show me that this is okay to do I mean, what have you uh, what what have you been doing in terms of reaching out to entrepreneurs, uh, the entrepreneurial community here in Cambridge? Um, so I joined the Entrepreneur Sig. I've also been uh, attending the 
Cambridge University Entrepreneurs or Q events whenever they've been happening. Um, and actually, from tonight until the end of the weekend, there's a startup weekend in the business school, um, which I'll be attending. And yeah, there's been some other stuff which I actually missed as well. There's almost too many entrepreneurial things going on. Um, and they're basically just, you know, people getting together, like-minded. You get, a, hopefully, a good balance of technical people and business people. And, uh, you know, I think everybody basically wants the same thing, which is not to work for a big corporation and try and make their own thing happen. All right. Thanks very much, Sam. Uh, all the best for your for your current apps and uh, the games to come. And uh, you'll have to show me how to do this triple rodeo on pure snowboarding. <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs>